Hello and welcome to Time to Talk with Tyler, where we have some breaking news. The Little League World Series has been canceled for the first time since 1947 when the season started. It has been canceled due to the new pandemic, COVID-19. Um, it will not be played this season um, due to travel and other reasons. Um after a thorough assessment by the Little League, um, this um, tournament has been canceled. Also canceled has been the Little League Classic, which was scheduled on August 23rd for the Boston Red Sox and Baltimore Orioles. 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 Um, questionable now. Ben, do you have any take on, do you think that has anything to affect with the MLB season canceling the Classic? I think it does, because if they're canceling the Classic, it definitely means um, it, it, it makes it a lower possibility for baseball to reopen because they're canceling the Classic. They may have played the Classic instead of the MLB season, possibly. Now we all want the MLB season also. Really. But when they do that, they also... It's one game. So fans get to see that one game. But so that being canceled really um, sets an impact on their decision on the rest of the season. So according to baseball and other sources, um, Buster only being one of them, um, the season could start in June, but is being held back due to the players fighting the pay and that they won't get a pay for the entire 162 games. And I say that if they don't, if they don't play baseball, if they don't, if they don't play because they aren't getting paid, um, baseball, just like cancel your season, cancel baseball. MLB, yeah. just cancel yourself. If you can't play because the players union won't play without money. The NFL, run by the owners. NHL, eh, yeah, it's run by the owners. NBA, run by the, yeah, there's a players association, but the owners have full control. Like, really? MLB, like, make it less powerful. Ben, do you have any opinion on that? Yes, I do. The MLB here, I mean, we all have our ups and downs with the MLB, but we have that for all sports. But the thing with the MLB is what makes them look good is doing what other people are doing, which is working. What makes them look, what makes them stand out is do something else. So in this case, baseball wants to stand out, which I disagree with because they want to get more fans or whatever. But in this case, you do have to do what the NFL, NBA, NHL are doing, because they're successful and they're doing it correctly, and they all the MLB wants is attention. And football, plenty of attention. NBA, plenty of attention. Okay, so um, that was just a little thing. I'm not very much prepared for that because it just came in about a half hour ago. But now let's move on to some NBA draft stuff. Um, Benjamin, in your opinion, who do you think won this NFL draft? In this NFL draft, I think Cincinnati really, really did it well. Um, so we know they picked Joe Burrow in the um, – First round, obviously. But then the second round, they actually picked um, T. Higgins. So I'm surprised he went there. It was definitely a steal for Cincinnati. I, I don't know if you know, but um, I am a huge fan of T. Higgins. 
So I was surprised he went there and he didn't go. I was expecting T. Higgins to go 26 to Green Bay instead of Jordan Love, which we know is surprising. So we know they got T. Higgins second round. And the third round, we got the linebacker Logan Wilson from Wyoming. Um, so at this point, oh, also, we know the Bengals um, cut Andy Dalton, so Joe Burrow's the automatic starting quarterback. I thought it was going to be a race, but Joe was going to win. Now Joe is the starter. But so now they, they don't have their offense figured out, and I don't want to say that, but they have their – they have the offense is better. And now they're, they're going to start on the defense. So they have Logan Wilson as their first defensive player, linebacker from Wyoming. So I think really um, Cincinnati uh, did well in the draft. Now, I also think the Patriots did terrible. I know you didn't ask me that, but yeah. Um, I disagree with both of those statements that you just made. Um, well, not strongly disagreeing with the first one that you made about the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that they, if you guys listen to my podcast I did a few days ago, um, I ranked, I graded who had the best draft, and they were tied in a 14 tie for an A rating. But my number one team is definitely. Who were they tied with? They were, tied, they tied, with, with? They were tied with the Ravens. Um, they okay. were tied with the Ravens. They were tied with Indy, the Colts. Yeah. Um, and they were also tied with the Rams, or not the Rams? I don't know the who the tr- here has knows who Adam Shine the, is. The Chargers. Adam Shine's the uh, sports reporter uh, ranked the Browns as an A plus in the offseason and A in the draft. So I don't highly agree with that. Um, do, uh, question for you: Do you think that's some? Um, I think that's a bit of a heavy. That's a bit of um. Uh, yeah, that's, nice, that's a nicer grade because I thought Jedrick Wills wasn't even the best then. Grant Delpit's a nice pick, but I don't really understand the Jordan Elliott or the Jacob Phyllis pick. Um, the Harrison Bryant pick's nice, and so is the Nick Harrison. I think the yeah. Donovan Peoples-Jones pick was also a bit of a reach there. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think they drafted great, but I, don't th- I had them graded as an A-. minus. So yeah, now I'm going to make my point on the – Ravens. They did this draft very nicely. They got an inside linebacker, which was a needed position, and Patrick Queen out of LSU, a really nice pick. Then they got a running back to for when Mark Ingram to back up Mark Ingram, and when Mark Ingram retires, which could be soon. They got J.K. Yeah. Dobbins. Then they got Justin Matabuki out of Texas A&M, the defensive tackle, another need. Um, they got another um target for Lamar to throw to, uh, Devin Duvernay. And later in the draft, they got James Proach. Um, they got Malik Harrison out of Ohio State, which is a really nice outside linebacker, inside linebacker. So they got two inside linebackers. Um, maybe they'll split time this season. They got Tyree Phillips, the offensive tackle. They also got the offensive guard, Ben Bredenson. Um, They got Broderick Washington Jr. And then Geno Stone out of Iowa. Now the- Can I just add one thing to that? Yep. So, at the Baltimore 28, they picked, in the first round, they picked the linebacker Patrick Queen. I actually disagree with that. Um, I don't know what you think, but I think they should have drafted T. Higgins. I think they could have drafted up in the second round to maybe have Patrick Queen fall to them in the early second round. They could have traded and then have a better target for Lamar to throw to. Um, I don't know. I think with the depth of this draft class, I think that – um, they, I think that especially with the wide receivers that they have and Marquise 
Brown and a ton of targets for Lamar already. I think they were really just trying to like tighten up a little bit. Um, so now to the point you had about the Patriots. I had them as the worst grade in the draft. Since yeah. then, I have upgraded their grade to a C plus. Why? Because, I, because of their after the draft undrafted free agency. They did really, really well. They got two QBs, um, three wideouts, um, a running back out of J.J. Taylor, who is a really, really good running back. Um, I think that he is one of the best. I think he was he was one of my higher-ranked running backs, and I think that it was really lucky for them that they got him to fall that low. Um, they also picked up three receivers. Um, they got two quarterbacks. Um, out of and this is all after the draft. This right? is yeah. Um, this is wow. this is um who they got. They got a nice um. They got some out of Will Hastings, who um supposedly Jarrett Stidham um really likes. Um, it's Jarrett Stidham's former slot receiver, so maybe that'll help him out a, a little bit. And they also got quarterback out of Louisiana Tech, Jamar Smith. Um, they got Rashad Berry, the tight end out of Ohio State, who I think was a nice pick. Ben, I know you're an Ohio State fan. Do you like Rashad Berry or no? Um, Rashad Berry, definitely. He has his strengths and he has his weakness. Um, I do agree with Sean, but, uh, for the Patriots, though, definitely right there. And then they got okay. cornerback Miles Bryant at a position that's really nice already. Um, they also got Bill Murray, yeah. the defensive tackle. Then they got also wide receiver Isaiah Zuber out of Mississippi State. Um, he's another, like, slot receiver to possibly replace a Julian Edelman or have, like, a backup if he gets hurt, they also got Sean Riley out of Syracuse. Um, so he's a really – I think um, – I know a few people that are big Syracuse fans, and they really like that pick. I also saw him play against um, – play against um, Boston College, and he had a really nice game. Then J.J. Taylor, um, I think he was – he is an absolute steal for New England. Um, yeah, they went pretty small. He's a fast – running back he's not gonna be like a yeah. pound the ball running back he's more of, he's he's like the opposite of a, a jonathan taylor he's not like a pound that ball down the ground at the goal line he's a get a breakout play type running back maybe like a Devontae freeman or like yeah. somebody like that um not more of like a todd Gurley type player or like somebody like i see him more of a um like a um i think 2019 kareem hunt kind of player so yeah. good productive not the best um he's he's probably he's a versatile player out of the backfield he can catch um he's like a james white type player with speed yeah. and that can yeah. run the ball um then they also got the linebacker kevon tazino um then a few no other notable names they got another wide receiver jeff thomas out of miami Brian lewerke the quarterback out of michigan state how um, many players did they get in this after draft um as of right now, they had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen so far. They've had fifteen. Let's say six of them are probably make the team. And then they also got tight end, um, local player. So they probably had some he's probably having they've probably had some scouts seeing that game. Jake Burt, the tight end out of Boston College. So they probably oh, yes. had a lot of scouting on him. Um, 
I think that the Patriots have a really nice um, undrafted free agents. Um, for sure, for um, sure. Um, undrafted free agents. Um, and I I know they were, all their wide receivers are like under 6 foot 180, so they're like an, a lot of Edelmans that they just drafted and less of like a Nikhil Harry. They're more like Julio yeah. Joneses. And for the people that like don't closely follow the Patriots, they're more of Nikhil Harry. They're less of they're more of like a Julio Jones, less of like maybe like a Brandon Cooks type player. So after that draft um stuff there, um so I think that is that is um that's why New England, in my opinion, has salvaged themselves a C plus. Um, I think their picks were nice. Um, they didn't always take the best guy at that position. Um, but I think that they still picked very well. So now moving on to my next question for you, Ben. Um, I yep. know you're a Browns fan. Um, yeah. In the Browns, picked pretty well. Um, what do you have that? Do you think that they did well this season in the off season? Um, they didn't make any huge free agency signings, but like. Of the ones that they made, you think it was they were pretty good? So I think the Browns didn't have a really good offseason. I know we got rid of Joe Sherper, and I think we should have offered him that deal because he is definitely the kind of player that you need on a Browns team. And then also we um, got the offensive lineman from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And right now our offensive lineman is terrible. So right now after the draft, we have Jared Wills, Jared Wills at our um, right tackle. No, sorry, him at a left tackle and um, the Tennessee guy at a right tackle. So P- Baker's going to be tech- protected. Okay. The one thing I was curious about is we have a center, JT Tetter, or whatever. And uh, or what's his name? JT Tetter. And uh, in the third round, I'm pretty sure we picked a center. So that really surprised me. I don't think that was the best pick. Um, also, the thing with the Browns is they picked um, Jared Wills from Alabama as the offensive tackle. I 1,000% wanted them to pick McKeith Becton. That didn't turn out that way. I'm happy with Jared Wills, but I definitely want McKeith Becton. But overall, I think the Browns had a really good offseason, except um, for Schobert. So, Ben, um, I'm going to have you f- do in what I'm going to tell you the teams, and then I'm going to have you rank them one through four. So these, they're going to be the AFC East, AFC North, AFC South, AFC West, NFC North, NFC West, okay, NFC so East, like NFC South. Uh, for this coming season, post-draft. Yep. Um, so it. for the AFC East, um, who do you got going number one? Bills. And number two? I actually think, unfortunately, I would like the Patriots, but I unfortunately, I think it's going to be the Jets. And um, who do you have going as your number three in the AFC? I do have the Patriots going there. Um, do you have any of those teams going as a wild card team? So the Jets or the? Um, no, no, I do not. But um, think about the Dolphins. Is I really like the Dolphins team. I love how they're rebuilding. I just don't think it's their year for them. I think next year, though, if they have a good twenty twenty off season. They can definitely do big things in 2021. Okay, so my AFC's number one is um actually going to be um, due only by a slight margin 
the Bills, and then right behind them is the Patriots. They have one of the toughest schedules in football. So they start the season in a Buffalo. This isn't the fully released one, but this is what it's going to be almost 100% there. Playing the Buffalo Bills first, so I think they take a loss there. Then they have Houston and KC back-to-back. I think they'll either get Houston or Buffalo, so I have them being able to get Houston. They don't have a home game. Well, actually, well, it isn't out yet, but, um, yeah, actually, so never mind. So they're one and two, and then they go, and then they go. This isn't like totally how the schedule is going to go. It's just how it shows it. Um, Then they go to the Chargers. I think they can get that win. Then they're two and two. I think they beat the Rams. So they're three and two. They beat the Dolphins. I think they lose to the Bills in Foxborough, four and three. They beat the Dolphins again. They're five and three. They lose to the Jets. So they're five and four. Uh, they lose to the. They beat the Broncos in Foxborough, so they don't have to go into the altitude. They're six and four. They beat the Ra- Raiders. They're seven and four. Beat the Cardinals. They're eight and four. They lose to San Fran. They're eight and five. Baltimore. They're eight, eight and six. They beat the Jets. They're nine and six, and then they lose to Seattle, and they're seven and six. So I think that. So I think that they will just lose out to the Bills. Due to the two losses to the Bills. Now we move on to the AFC North with the Texans, or not the Texans, with the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Browns. I have Baltimore. And the Bengals. Yeah, and the, and the Bagels. The Bengals. Yes. Um, uh, number one, I have the Ravens easily sweeping through that. Um, I think a healthy Big Ben won't be enough to pass the Browns. So I got the Browns going number two. Number three, I got Pittsburgh. Number four, I got Cincy. Ben, who you got going there? First is Ravens, obviously. I don't think Ben, ben think Ben's going to do it. So second, I have the Browns. And third, I actually have the Bengals. So they had a really good offseason. Now, I think the Steelers are going to do so bad, so the Bengals aren't going to have to do that well to beat it. I really think that Big Ben is out of his prime, and he's not going to do anything out anymore. So I think it's one Ravens, two Browns. Um, three Bengals and four Steelers. Now we move on to the AFC. I also have um, the Browns making the wild card. Okay. Oh, I did not say that for the last one. I have New England making the wild card, and I do not have the Browns making the wild card. <clears throat> I have my other wild card team coming up in this next division, the AFC South, with Houston, Tennessee, Indianapolis, and Jacksonville. This first one's a bit of a surprising pick, but I got the Colts going number one. They have a really, really good team. They got Marlon Mack at running back. They got Phillip Rivers under center. They got T.Y. And they drafted extremely well. They had, in my opinion, one of the top drafts. If he, um, One of the best drafts in the entire draft. They were able to get Jonathan Taylor also to be able to run the Raw. They got... QB Jacob Eason. They got wide receiver Desmond Patman, who I might probably won't make the team. Um, but and they also got wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. Th- their team is going to be very strong this season. That is, and that is exactly why I have them going where they are going. So Ben, uh, and then number two, I have number two. I have a kind of another. And uh, number two, I have the Texans. They are my other wild card team. Then I have Tennessee going in number three in Jacksonville. They can't draft. They can't sign free agents. 
Their quarterback is Gardner Minshew. I mean, ugh, they're, they're pathetic. Ben, who do you got going out of that division? So, actually, this year, I think, besides the Jaguars, the AFC South is definitely a good division and a division to beat. So, I think first is going to be the Texans. And I think the Titans and the Colts are going to tie for second. But I think the Colts are going to win their in-season matchups. So, the Titans are going to be third. The Jaguars are going to be fourth. And I think the Colts are going to make the wild card. So you use so that leaves us with only the last division. Both of us have said our two wild cards have already gone. So that comes down to the AFC West. I got number one, the Chiefs, kind of an easy pick. Number two, I think the Raiders are going to be a good team this season. <clears throat> they drafted pretty well. Uh, they traded a lot of their picks, but I think going to Las Vegas, um, I think that they're going to be really do really well this season. They still got Carr. Um, I have them coming in second. And then I have third being the Broncos and the Chargers dead last. So first I have the Chiefs. Second I also have the Raiders. The Raiders I think are going to be fighting for the Browns' wild card spot, but I do think the Browns are going to win it out, obviously. But I think the Raiders are going to be in that third wild card spot. Um, and then fourth, I agree with you, the Broncos. Uh, Melvin Gordon um, was a big sign. To play with um, Lindsay, so I think the Broncos are going to be third, and the Chargers are going to be dead last. And um, I actually, up, I actually messed up mine. Um, I actually have the Chargers. Um, sorry, I messed up. I was looking in the wrong division at who I made picks for. I actually got the Chargers being my number two, and just not making out the wild card. I'm and, sorry, you have the Chargers number two. Yes, I have the Chargers number two. I move all those teams down one selection. No. No, no, no. They the Chargers have Chargers are not good. Yes, they are. They have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams at receiver. They drafted Justin Herbert. They have running they have a running game. Sorry, Keenan Allen is a Sorry. Keenan Allen is Yeah, yes he is. The Chargers. sorry, I don't remember who their wide receiver their running back is. Justin Herbert is in his first year, he's a rookie. He's not going to do anything. Next year is his prime. Next year, he's going to do something. This year, Justin Herbert's not going to do anything. Sorry, Austin Eckler. They have Austin Eckler at running back. They have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams at receiver. They have Justin Herbert at quarterback. They are they are that good. Nope. Chiefs. They have put all the lost. The only reason they were terrible last season, they lost players. Philip Rivers was terrible, and their defense is bad. That's why I have them coming in second and not being a wild card team. I, I extremely disagree with you, but okay. Now we're going to move on to the NFC, where we're going to start in the worst division in football, arguably. The Philadelphia Eagles, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Redskins. How bad can it get? Basically, yes, just yes. all the teams at the bottom of the league. Number one, I guess I have to pick somebody. So I guess I'm yeah. going to go the Cowboys. They got Dak, Amari. Gallup, they picked another receiver in they picked they got another receiver in Henry Ruggs. They got no they got C D Lamb. Yeah, C D Lamb. Sorry, not Henry Ruggs. Uh they I think they'll be a strong team this season. They got Zeke. They just never can perform and they lost Travis Frederick, their center, so I can't be too sure about them. Second I have to pick the Eagles because I'm not picking either the Giants or the Redskins. 
And then the last one, I'm the last two, I'm just not picking. So Ben, what do you have? So the Cowboys, I think. Um, Cowboys are one. I think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do ten wins. I think they're gonna be a nine win at that ten and a half win team. Second is the Eagles, who are not making the wild card. Let me make that clear. They are not making the wild card. Oh yes, that's not my wild card team. <laughs> um, three is the Redskins. I think they had a good offseason, and then four is the pathetic Giants. Okay. Um. Next, I got. Uh, the NFC North, probably one of the best divisions in football, probably the second best of it, second or third best division in football. Um, and I got number one being the Green Bay Packers. Then locking up that wild card spot, I got the Minnesota Vikings. Number three, I got the Detroit Lions, and num- and last, I got the Chicago Bears. Who can't get a quarterback that can go. Uh, Tariq Cohen, I guess, is their running back. Uh, they don't have. They have 10 tight ends on their roster, so I guess they don't want anything else. And then they got, and their wide receivers are terrible. Their defense is good, but you can't score, you can't win. So that's why I have them last. NFC North, I have first Green Bay. Second, I have the Vikings, and they are my wild card team. Third, I have the Lions. Fourth, I have the Bears. Okay, so we do have a similar one. Now on to, in my opinion, the second best division in all football. That is the NFC South. With, for sure. For sure. With the New Orleans Saints, the Atlanta Falcons, and the Tampa Bay Badineers. Uh, number one, I got the Saints locking up that first seed. Um, I don't think anybody's beating them. This season, I don't think they're going undefeated, but their division at least. Then number two, I got number two. I got a non-wild card Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number three, I got the Carolina Panthers, and nice signing at Teddy Bridgewater and some new blood there with Matt Rule under under coach. Um, I think they drafted very well, so that's who I have at number three. And then last, I have the Atlanta Falcons. But I think that that division will be tight ones. I think the Falcons. Even with coming in last, I think they'll still be a seven and nine team. Um, though I think I think that the Falcons, the Buccaneers, and the Panthers will be all like six and ten, seven and nine, eight and eight, ten and or I think the most though will be like a ten and six, which I don't have them getting into a wild card seed with. Now, so for for me, I think the Saints are going to be first in an eleven and five record. Second is the Buccaneers locking up that wild card spot for me. Third with um, their new coach, the Panthers. Great offseason for them. And then fourth is the Falcons, who are somewhat. I have a question for you. How do the Falcons still have their coach? Because uh, they have people that bail them out. He's not, their team isn't bad. I think they'll still be like a 7 and 9. Seven win teams. I think six the Falcons are six and ten, five and eleven. Um, but I'm I'm not totally sure. Um, so now we're gonna move on to the last division, which is the NFC West. In my opinion, the best division in football. Uh, the new logo Rams I got coming in last, dead last. Then it's gonna now the final three teams fighting for the wild card. You know what? I'm taking off the Vikings. They do not have a wild card. Nope. Nope. The Vikings are no longer wild card. It will be two NFC West teams. Which NFC West team will be the first wild card? It's an easy, kind of an easy decision. 
It's the Cardinals. I think the Rams are going to be like a 5-9 and nine team. Then like a 9-7 and really? seven probably. Really? I think that the Cardinals will have a breakout season. They'll be 11-5. and five. Then also 11-5 and five is going to be the Seahawks. And San Francisco 14 and 2. That's my opinion there. So I have used my two wild cards, the Buccaneers and the Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings away, but um, I'm going to keep my Buccaneers wild card spot. So I think last is is going to be the Rams, Cardinals. So the Rams are going to be dead last. The Cardinals are going to be third. The Seattle Seahawks are going to get that wild card spot. San Francisco, Seattle has gonna just be able to beat out, um, just be able to beat out the Vikings in the wild card race. But with the Cardinals through the so one through three, 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals, I think it's gonna be between like four wins is the dif- difference. So this 49ers could go twelve and four maybe. Seattle's gonna go. 10 and 6, and the Cardinals are going to go 8 and 8. Something like that. Okay. Um, so, uh, I'm going to have, I mean, <clears throat> you may ask, why are the Arizona Cardinals being yeah, this good? They have Kyler is. Murray. They have Kyler Murray. They have DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Kenyon Drake. They have, they got they steal, a, they got an absolute steal. Getting hang <clears throat> Isaiah Simmons. Um, I, that is why they have that. Now we're gonna move on to some free agency talk. So what we're gonna do for this NBA free agency? We're gonna rank the top ten free agents, worst to first. Well, worst in our top ten rankings to uh, who we think is the number one best free agent in basketball this season. Um, due to our time limit on the for due to how long this episode might turn out to be we are going to cut our last part of this episode but we are going to add in some prediction time so let's start with um Ben you want to go first with your number 10 yes my number 10 actually it's going to be a surprise to some people I think Gordon Dragic is actually the number 10 Best player in free agency right now? I disagree strongly. I, I, I would know that would happen. I think he's a very, very underrated player and he's not going to ask for much. Uh, at my number 10 spot, I got Montrez Harold out of the Clippers. Um, we kind of lost some playing time this season to Kawhi and PG or like time with the ball in his hands. Um, he gets a ton of rebounds. He got six and a half rebounds per game this season. Um, he's a very good defender. Um, he gets rebounds. Scored sixteen. Scores about sixteen points a game. Uh, I think he's a really nice player. There, Ben. Who's your number nine? My number nine is Serge Ibaka. No, sorry, that's not true. My number nine is Mark Gasol. Okay. My number nine actually is Serge Ibaka. So, that is my number nine pick. Then who you got going on? is Hassan Whiteside from Portland. He is um, definitely an underweighted player as a center, but he's not going to ask for much, and he's going to be good. The way I look at free agents is, I obviously, 
the best free agent you want, obviously. But also, if you're going to look at a guy like Gordon Dragic, who's, as you know, is not the best player out there, but he's going to ask for something $17 million. So you may get him because he's a backup point guard who you're going to pay $17 million for. You're going to get $17 million out of him, even though he's a backup. Okay, so my so next is a My next pick is uh, my next pick is actually going to be DeMar DeRozan. That is my number eight. Um, really, he's that had me. he's had a not the greatest of seasons. Um, I actually just realized that my number five, my number four, Eric Gordon, has just signed a four-year extension. So let me switch that up quickly, and I'll be right back. Ben, I'm just gonna have you do your number seven quickly. My number seven is going to be Andrew Drummond, um, the center, who I hope Cleveland resigns. I don't know if he, I, I don't know if he will. I don't know if he has. Um, but I really hope Cleveland resigns because that is a hell of a player right there out of Andrew Drummond. You're going to get a lot out of him, and Andrew Drummond is definitely a player I want on my team for rebuilding. So my number, but Andrew Drummond also wants to be on a winning team. So you're gonna have to pay him a lot of money because you want him there, but he does he may not want there unless he get money. Um, my number seven is um is Goran Dragic. Um, for some of the same reasons as you, except in my opinion, I'm going to actually be doing a podcast on this in the next few days. My top five sleepers. He is my number three. Spoiler alert. Okay, so you okay? Sorry, you thought Goran Dragic. I thought, okay, my fault. I thought you thought Gordon Dragic was, like, 20. I, I, no, I, I thought he was going much higher. Okay, okay. So, now we move on to our number sixes or fives? Sixes. Um, six. Okay, so who's your number six? Serge Ibaka here. Huge power forward. Um, a team like, um... Uh, Team like the uh, sorry, team like the um, Knicks. Best. Kevin Durant's gonna play shooting forward. So I think I strongly disagree with that statement. He is a power forward or a small forward. He is not a shooting guard. Um, Sorry, sorry, that's what I meant. Small forward, small forward. Sorry, that's completely my fault. I meant small forward. Okay, then that's fine. So, what's your six? Um, I also have Serge Ibaka going there Um, at number six. Now, we move on to our number five. My number my number five is Otto Porter Jr., the, shooting, the uh, small forward. This player was going to be on my list, but I had to cut him off late due to the fact that my number, due to the fact that I had, um, my num that I had, um, Goran Dragic added just before this podcast when I realized that a player that Goran Dragic actually was a free agent. Um, so I realized just before, and then you picked him, and then and yeah, so my number five is going to be Goran Hayward. I'm guessing he's probably most likely going to pick up his player option because he's not getting more than 34 mil, but who knows? Then let's move on to our number fours. My number four is Phil. Paul Millsap, the power forward, he could resign with Denver, I think. If he resigns with Denver, Denver has Jokic and Murray, so I think they could go farther than they have been. But if they don't sign Paul Missal, 
Um, I don't think there's any chance. Okay, so my number four is Andre Drummond. Um, I think he's a really good player um, that's available, and I think he's probably the the fourth best player. My third best player is probably going to be DeMar DeRozan, the shooting guard. Um, I mean, DeMar DeRozan is just that guy you want. Like, um, I think DeMar DeRozan, if he goes, let's say he goes to the Nets again, or maybe even the Knicks. The Nets could use it because then you have Kyrie. Because as I said before, they have um, who did I say was going to be on the Serge Ibaka as your power forward. Your small forward, you have um, Durant. Durant is your shooting guard. Kyrie's your point guard, and then Allen's your center. So I think. If the Nets can come out big here, sign DeMar DeRozan and Sergio Baca, they are a, with ease, championship team. So, so DeMar DeRozan is So, my team. number three is the power forward Draymond Green. Um, He's my number really? three. I, I did not see Draymond Green on this He is a free agent this season. Um, I think he has the choice to pick up the option, but I'm not totally sure. If he does have the choice to pick up that option, um, let me check that. Uh, really uh, no, he did actually in August. He did just sign in a four-year extension. So let me remove him I from my list, and I'm going to add then move everybody up one spot and make Paul Mills at my number ten because he was also a fringe player that could have made that list. My number two is Gordon Hayward. I think he will resign up. Okay, my number two is Mike Conley. Um, Mike Conley is a very, very strong player. Um, he's a very good point guard. He averaged 21 points this season, six assists. Um, he didn't have the greatest. He was playing on a pretty bad team, Memphis Grizzlies. They did have John Jaron Jackson, who had nice seasons. Um, he was reportedly traded to the Jazz on Wednesday. Um, but and I'm. But he, I'm pretty sure he terminated his option. So I'm not sure then what's really happening with him. He's a 32-year-old, so he'll probably get signed to a one- or two-year, a two- or three-year deal maybe with a team that's probably another team that's struggling or maybe a team like the Suns. Or probably not the I Suns or, like a young, like or maybe like a young team where he'll be like a, a like lower-caliber player. I see him as a Hawk. I see um, Mike Conley is definitely a Hawk. Um, I disagree because they already have a player, Trey Young. I think they should use their money at a position more be like shooting guard position. Um, they have a nice team otherwise, but, I mean, really, they, like, they're really trying to build around, I think, John Collins and Trey Young, so I don't think they want anything to make a Trey Young mad. All right, and then finally, as my first is Anthony Davis, obviously. I agree with that pick. Oh, um, he's gonna resign. Just you know, I think he's gonna resign one million percent. Yeah, I yeah, he'll probably pick up that option, but I still like he's hasn't picked it up yet. Do you have Davis going too? Um, I think he's probably gonna stay, but that's who I have in my number one. 
So, um, uh, we are going to now do our predictions. We're going to start in the Nicaraguan basketball league with Illinois, the Mongo versus Tipata. Um, their records are in their head-to-head games. The last time they played, uh, the Horned Frogs, uh, that's what Dim- Lindos Dimwanga TCU Horned. F- oh no! Oh no! That's at their start. That's a. I was reading Stadium. Uh, TCU is the team. Uh, in the game last time they when they played, uh, Bonza they won on hundred. The Limons won one hundred to seventy three. I have Limons taking home that game. Um, so I didn't really know about that kind of sport league, but I definitely agree with you, for sure. Okay, so our next pick is going to be, uh, our next pick, we are going to the Taiwanese Basketball League. Um, Taiwan seems to have all their sports up and running, so, um, that is our, so we have, uh, sorry if I mess up this name. The Yulon Luxon Dinos versus the Tall Wan Beer. Last time they played, the Beer won 117 to 78. I got the Beer winning that one. I agree with you 1 million percent. In the La Liga Primera in Nicaragua, in the relegation game, Mayasa is playing Jalapa. Uh, last time these two teams faced off against each other, it was, or when they, when Ferrati played Jalapa. Um, they won five to one. Uh, sorry, they lost five to one. And wait, the last time that they actually played against each other, Mayasa um, versus Jalapa. Jalapa won two nil. So I got Jalapa winning that one. Definitely. Uh, now we are going to move on to our last game, which is Turkmenistan, the York Raya Soccer League versus Al Altine. Asir versus Ahal. Last time they played, it was 1 1. I'm going to go with the Alton Alsiers. Yes, I definitely agree with you there. Um, uh, I think they are definitely going to pull out that one. Uh, sadly, we just missed the Belarusian League games. Uh, they were this morning at 10 a.m. And Edgar BU, BGU 2 lost to Small Viki 2. 2 to 1. That's annoying. That's my team. Uh, so that's going to do it for all the games today. Um, ben, thanks for coming on. Uh, that's going to do it for some time to I talk really with Tyler. Uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. See ya.